Here we are with another episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast. And today, I gotta say, this bitch is funny. Makes me cackle. You might know her from Chelsea lately, or maybe even know her from Drag Race, or know her from, you know, the Mindy Project, Last Comic Standing. I mean, she is everywhere. Basically, she was the coronavirus before the coronavirus. Just everywhere you went, there she was in your face. I love her, lots of fun, great energy. And truly, I gotta say, quite fashionable for a lesbian. I got the opportunity to chat with Fortune Feimster, and this is how it went. Let's welcome our North Carolina girl who went to an all-women's college <laughs> and is one of the funniest bitches in Hollywood, Miss Fortune Feimster. How are oh, you? I am in. Uh, I am honored to be here with royalty. <laughs> Oh, is that what it is? Royalty. <laughs> Royalty. You must have been hanging out with some horrible bitches from Drag Race, right? Is I that must what it have is? been. I've been looking at your Instagram and I see everybody rolling up at that Palm Springs house. Bitch, bitch. You wouldn't believe. The thing is, if you want friends, get a house. They just uh, show up out of nowhere and it's fast. Even people I hate have been like, yeah. hey, girl, in the area. <laughs> well, especially if you have a place in Palm Springs and I see that nice pool. Wait a so. minute. Wait, you, you bracket on my pool but you're in palm springs too bitch don't act like you ain't got I mean... some fancy digs come on <laughs> you need to come over and borrow a cup of sugar I that's right welcome. i want I, will... I would gladly welcome a fellow homeowner to come over that oh. that i would be happy with <laughs> because i know then you'll go home at some point but that's these other true. bitches last literally a week i'm like get out we're good i know it's a, that's the problem when people know you have a pool it's, it's bad. nonstop. It's bad. Now, I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing because everywhere I turn on the damn TV, <laughs> open my phone, look on <laughs> movies, your fucking ass is there. Let's can, can we just take a minute to go kudos, kudos, Aww. kudos to you. I it's appreciate pretty amazing. that. I mean, you are thriving and, and profiling during this pandemic. It's amazing to watch. I appreciate it. I I filmed a lot of I'm filming things right now, but I also filmed a lot of things before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so in normal times, they would have rolled out kind of spread out. It wouldn't have looked so uh, uh, so all about you. So impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, everything got pushed and nothing was coming out. And then all of a sudden in like October, they were just like release everything and so all these projects that had been building up just like have been releasing from October until now. Yeah. And so like every week Bam, it's been like is. a new thing. Wait, that's, uh, that's so, great. I mean, I mean, aside yeah. from, I mean, aside from just uh, career wise, it's just, it's so good to see. I'm always happiest when I see funny people or nice people or genuine people get an opportunity, but you've taken an opportunity and ran with it, bitch. Oh. I mean, like the, the amount of stuff that's been going on and I think it's kudos and great. And I've met you in person and you couldn't have been nicer. We were in, I think it was Boise, Idaho it, yeah, or something. Yeah, it was. At you came that, to my show. That was so I sweet. Did. And you were funny as fuck. And you oh. had on your best flannel and your good jeans honey. that's you right were, you were giving was, it to me i looked i was doing that idaho lesbian thing <laughs> uh 
paying homage to my lesbians there. You came with Jackie Beat. I did. I did. And it was a fun. It was fun. I, there, I must have been some sort of gay weekend that we were all up there. Well, you know me. Uh, you're like me. You say yes to every gig there is. So it <laughs> right. was probably like the Idaho Fag and Gay Expo <laughs> yes. Potato Festival. You know, when you you're just like, go. Oh. You're like, that pool water doesn't pay for itself. <laughs> Not at all. They cover an airfare. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's true. And I know, you know, I mean, I was going to talk to you about your career, obviously, and all this amazing stuff. But truly, all I all I really care about is is your wife and your puppies, because that's all Aww. I see online. You recently I, got married. I got, I got married. Congratulations. It, yeah, that was the best part of 2020. Yeah. Because uh, everything else, I was supposed to go on this big tour that started, was supposed to start March 15th of last year. My special on Netflix came out. Yes. And I was like, here, we go. Yeah, boom. And uh, yeah, that went away. And so we were kind of just drinking wine and sulking for a long yeah. time. <laughs> As one and, does during a pandemic. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. But we were lucky. We were healthy and at home. I mean, when I say healthy, I mean from the pandemic. <laughs> not, not in other ways. <laughs> not, not real fitness and health. It's yes, just fitness yeah. and health still Pen- a problem. COVID free. Uh, <laughs> COVID free. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then we were like, we were going to get married anyway. We just, we were never going to have like a big thing. It was going to be more like a little party or something with friends and family. And uh, we just were, for a while, we were like, I guess that's not going to happen. And then we were kind of like, what are we waiting on? Why right. not just do it? Now, you and Jax have been together for like ever, though, before this. So it wasn't like yeah. some quick thing. You'd been together a couple of years, right? We, it will be six years in June. So yeah, it's been a while. We had been engaged for like, Almost three years. So Are it was you kidding me. <laughs> it was well, time. I, I'm always amazed when people have been together for that many years. And I always say six years. I mean, you don't even get that for murder anymore. So that's pretty <laughs> amazing. I mean, six years of putting oh, that's up longest with for me. Before her, I was notorious for just like a couple of months, you yeah. know, and because uh, I, you know, I like LA, everybody, everyone you would date was always looking for the next best thing. So of course. You'd, be, you'd be dating somebody and they'd be like looking over your shoulder, like, <laughs> without a who, doubt, who's, who's over there at that completely. That corner. So, yeah. six, so six whole years, uh, six years together. And so, what is, what has marriage, has marriage changed you? What, what's been the, the perk of it? I mean, it didn't, cha- if it didn't change the relationship, like we, went back into our normal routine i guess there is some sort of like comfort there yeah. where you do feel like if we fight i mean i felt this way pre-marriage but it really sealed the deal if we fight or if you know somebody does something stupid or yeah. whatnot you're gonna work through it you know yeah. you're gonna figure out you're not gonna just be like wipe your hands of this and not oh hell no bitch she can get your money now so that's you're like, right mm-hmm, i'm gonna work i gotta it. work for this <laughs> <laughs> pool water don't pay for itself <laughs> that's gonna be the next my next uh, comedy tour pool that's water right. ain't cheap bitch no i guess it is like you know six years i mean that's that's a good mix of time i think mm-hmm. if it'd be like 12 years and you still didn't get married that's kind of like what you're waiting for yeah but six years you've kind of had i'm sure your ups and downs uh, in the relationship yeah but you, but you but felt y- good enough to get the dogs and, and, and create <laughs> we a family. Did. We know. did. I mean, you know, I feel like uh, most lesbians don't wait this long. We 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 were well, taking it more of the <laughs> the longer route. But wait, we but knew- let's let's be real. Most lesbians get cats, so That's the true. fact that it's dogs, yeah, you're changing it up. We're we're really, you know, we're lesbians of this century. We're really, you know, coming coming up with the times. Uh, we she, we met in Chicago. She was living in Chicago, and 
we kind of had to make a quick decision a mm-hmm. year into the relationship. We were like, you either move to LA now or we have to wait a whole nother year because she is a school teacher. Yeah. And we kind of, so that decision was made more quickly yeah. of the like, are we doing this? And but, uh, but as an adult, an adult decision, like if you ask somebody mm-hmm. to move at 22, that's going to, that's a yeah. whole nother story. But you're dealing with somebody who obviously likes commitment, who can deal with children, went mm-hmm. to school to teach children. Who the fuck would want to teach children? Oh, no. but, you know. And she's so good at it, but. And you're also asking somebody to uproot their whole life. You know, yeah. you're asking them to leave a job they really love. And yeah. so it was, there was a lot of pressure around that for both of us. I'm, I'm more her. She had to really make a lot of sacrifices. So yeah, I had to really, you know, know that like I was really serious about this relationship to ask someone to make that kind of commitment, commitment to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so once she moved here, I, yeah. We were both like driving here from Chicago. I think we both were just just shitting ourselves, so scared, you know. Uh, like, like I hope this is, I hope this is right. And then as soon as we settled in together, yeah. it well, we knew right away. We've See? known for a while it was right, you know. Now, just to make the story a little more poignant, I need to know what were you driving? <laughs> what were you driving? <laughs> we were driving it? her car. It was a a Saturn. Ooh, it's <laughs> I don't love. Think they make, honey. I don't think they make them anymore. <laughs> it's love. If you're in a Saturn with a woman going cross country, oh yeah. And, and we stopped into Sedona. It was kind. Of, it wasn't really on the way. Like we were driving through Arizona, and we were like, oh, if you go down that way, you can go yeah. to Sedona. So we did like a just an impromptu night there, but you have to drive down this big ass mountain and then drive back over it. We, the whole time we're like in the Saturn, (laughs) in the Saturn, we were like, and with all her stuff in the car, we're like, please Saturn, please make it up and down this hill. (laughs) Wait a minute. This is, this is, makes it even better is that all of her stuff is in the Saturn. Now you see that, this is lesbians are quite practical. I must say, because she like sold everything. But girl, everything is in the Saturn. Now that is everything. We mailed, some we shipped some boxes of clothes ahead okay. of time but okay. literally hurt to the rim of that saturn was yeah. the rest of her possessions That's- and we were just going down that hill like so nervous like oh my god the, what if the brakes give out this is an old ass saturn <laughs> and then uh, and then right as we were getting to the bottom of the hill there was a van completely no. turned over in the no. middle of the road no. and, and <laughs> were you freaked out i mean were you in we this were place so freaked out we were like that i think they were okay it looked like the guy the driver was standing and we're just like well that van can't make it we're screwed <laughs> cross your fingers so, and wish it well we got out of that we got out of that mountain thank god the next day and See, uh made it mean, here the the, the 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 idea that someone would say, all right, let's do Saturn. Let's travel. Let's go cross country. I'm going to move with you. We're going to put mm-hmm. all of our belongings, which I'm still amazed by. I mean, the shit that I have, I can't even begin to tell you. But <laughs> Your then wig's it's like, alone. Yeah, hello. And then you're like, all right, let's go to Sedona, which is nowhere near where we're going. Let's mm-hmm. do it. That's a good yeah. bitch. Jax is a keeper. She's awesome. And But we kind of live our lives like that. We Like the last week we were on Monday night. She's like, should we go to Napa on Wednesday? I'm like, oh. okay. So, okay. you know, we're just always taking these random little trips. Well, wine-related trips, apparently. Come on, hey. now. <laughs> wine and massages. Let's Whoa. go. Let's go. Don't tempt me. I want to join you. <laughs> um, 
let me ask you this. What has been your drink of choice during the pandemic? Because I, I find this fascinating. I think a drink, a specific drink, uh, tells a lot about somebody, mm-hmm. not necessarily who they are, but in that moment. Because I switch back and forth from different things. Yeah. There's moments when I hit the hard liquor. There's moments when I have a glass of wine. What are mm-hmm. you currently sitting in that quenches your thirst by the pool in Palm Springs before you get a massage? What gets you right I have two. I have two. I'm like you. I have to d- be leaning one way or the other. And so mm-hmm. there's either, uh, I'm either a, an old fashioned gal. Oh, I, like I love old fashioned. I, I do. And uh, so if I'm feeling like a cocktail situation, mm-hmm. it's usually that. Sometimes a margarita, like on a, like that's more of a summer thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. A blood orange margarita. Now that's good. To, to be particular. I hear you. Uh, but it's usually an old fashioned for the for the cocktail. And then if we're just like chilling or like having we had like a, a meal that we're enjoying, it's usually red wine. So oh, it's red. One of the two. I'm a red. Yeah, I'm a See, red gal. I would think you would be a white wine gal. I know because think... I'm southern yeah, and yeah. we and like to put I, we like to put ice <laughs> in everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm from I'm from New Orleans, and I know that that you're from North Carolina. And mm-hmm. the crazy thing is that yeah, we do like ice and everything. But like you said, the drink reflects where I am in the moment. Like I've learned yeah. not to get a me- uh, not to get a margarita from a non Mexican restaurant. Oh yeah, because for sure, it, it ain't right. It you ain't don't right. get one in a so gay much, bar. It's either it's like too tart mm-hmm. or it's too much sugar. They don't they don't know how to do the the pairing of they everything. They don't make it right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the recipe ain't right. And the other thing I remember when I was a, a young faggot at like 17 years old, <laughs> I would drink, are you ready for this? At a gay bar, I would drink a white Russian. Now, who? Oh, I've been, I've done that. I've no, done wait, that. But who drinks milk from a bar? Uh, like, like, no. <laughs> I mean, come on. They're like, yeah, yeah, where's that cream? <laughs> where's that cream? <laughs> we got a white Russian. Get out that cream. <laughs> It's wild. And so I have my moments, but I, uh, I have to say, I like my red wine when, I, when it's an evening at my house. I can do mm-hmm. red wine. But I like my little glass of chilled white wine yeah. during the day, you know? I, well, it's so funny with Southerners with ice. I was in, uh, I was in Italy one summer and this Southern fan, you can hear them from a mile away. They're all, you know, talking yeah. and real loud Americans. <laughs> and she goes, ugh, I just won't. A big old cup of ice. That is all I want. Because you know, in Europe, they don't. They give you like two Honey. tiny little parcels of uh, parcels of ice, and yeah. that's it. You get nothing there. Like I've gone to, uh, I've gone over there to travel and to work, and on my rider, which I always find laughable with riders, mm-hmm. because it, I don't. I mean, you're probably like me. It's like I feel weird demanding I feel weird. things. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what you're walking into, so I always mm-hmm. ask for water. I ask for lights. Uh, mm-hmm. I ask for uh, vodka. Uh, mm-hmm. And I asked for a mirror, you know, it's pretty yeah. safe, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you get me the vodka first, I don't need the mirror or the lights. I don't care. But <laughs> right. in, the end, I, in the UK or anywhere over there in Europe, I have to specifically ask for ice. For ice, yeah. Because it's such a rarity. They don't, yeah. they don't, they're not into it. No, no. And, and they so, don't have those big old freezers like we have. We're just like pumping ice out constantly. Honey, that's all we do. <laughs> literally ice pumping. But I do find that fascinating. So that now that's one of the things that I do have to ask for that I feel yeah. a little 
sketchy asking. I, but I get it. I get it. I like a drink with ice. I drink my coffee with ice. Mm-hmm. I like I like everything ice. But but the red wine, I uh, I think it stems from right after college. I lived in Spain for a year, oh. and it's all red wine uh, really? everywhere. Yeah. Which, what what are you a Malbec? Are you a Cabernet? Are I'm you a, a Cabernet. I Cab- like a nice deep red. <laughs> 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 nice deep that's good see i can mm-hmm. i can do that but i have to have a bed near because i know that it, it, it'll I, knock you out yeah that's it that's it yeah it will knock you out now now i gotta ask you though is that uh you recently or or uh, currently are celebrating a hundred episodes of your podcast a hundred yeah. episodes now I, like was this something that you were like let me jump into podcasting and this is what i really want to do or you kind of did it when you could do it and then it just evolved into this yeah. amazing moment of 100 episodes. That's a lot of fucking episodes. I know, please. right? It's called Sincerely Fortune. It's mm-hmm. a podcast that I... It's very low-key. Like, yeah. I didn't want the whole fuss of everything. I, I do it from my office. Yeah. Jax edits it. Uh, my my uh, team, whatever you call yeah. them, agents, managers, had been wanting me to do a podcast forever because, you know, that was like where a lot of stand-ups were headed were podcasts. Yes. So. Two years ago, I finally was just like, all right, fine. I'll do a podcast. Uh, I just felt like I never had a lot to say, you know? Yeah. And so some people can like talk to the you know, cows come home. And yeah. I am a little bit more particular in mm-hmm. what I talk about, or I feel like what I'm saying is not interesting. So I don't talk just to talk. So I was like, let me do a podcast where I'm just having more kind of sincere moments like yeah where i'm just like talking to people for real and no one feels pressure to be funny if it yeah. if you're funny great yeah uh but we just talk about their lives and journeys and my mom's on it a lot oh, that's my wife is on it quite a bit and so people it's just kind of you know pull back the curtain of just life and talking about like the because i'm very known for being silly yeah and all my characters are very bonkers and silly so it's a it's a different side of me i guess so well no and i think that's great i i see a reality show happening i mean i could just imagine <laughs> oh, <no>. you jacks <laughs> the mom the saturn going oh, to sonoma man. i mean come that, on bitch that would so, be good somebody asked jackson not to be a part of some like newlywed thing like where it's several couples and we're like god no (laughs) well to be fair i think that's probably better that it's better than having somebody that wants a spotlight because i have a few of my drag friends who have husbands and Mm. boyfriends and i'm like girl (laughs) get that man (laughs) off the tv get that man like you know you could just see them crawling their way in so jackson oh yeah i have to i had to beg her to do the podcast really because uh i started trying to do it by myself Mm -hmm. uh i I did i I taped one episode (laughs) by myself and I came out of the office going, I need you. I can't, I can't talk by myself. <laughs> I ran out of stuff to say in like 25 minutes. No, really? Yeah. And so I just need somebody to bounce off of, you know? And I hear so, you. and, but also I'm, I was so busy with everything else. I didn't have time to like always have a guest. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, I just need to know that we can tape this. And not, I'm not trying to schedule, uh, they're not having to work around me. I'm not having to work yeah. around them. So well, we have t- guests. When it when I can bank those, you know, when you can make that up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, I could totally relate to that. Finding a way to have to talk about, like, I didn't want to talk about myself, or I don't want to talk about tips or things that are going to make your life better because <laughs> my life ain't better, bitch. I have. Oh, no- if I'm gi- if I'm giving you tips, that means I've run out of things to talk about, and so I have given tips. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, <laughs> well, we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors and be back with the fabulous Fortune Feimster. And we're back with Fortune Feimster, who says that when she has nothing to say, she gives tips. So That's I want right. to know, what <laughs> oh, no. are some tips? Come on, bitch. You know this is coming. <laughs> what are some tips? Okay, let's just say, because, you know, let me ask you, mm-hmm. what are the questions you get asked a lot? Because the one, there's so many that I get that it's like yeah. usually you tell people, call me, call in or write in, ask anything you'd like and Mm -hmm. I can answer. But I get a lot of the same things like, how can I start drag? How do you know you're pretty? Where do you get your eyelashes? Why were you born? So (laughs) I think, (laughs) and those are all just from my mother. I'm at this point going, what is the craziest thing someone has asked you or asked you advice on that you go, is this fucking real? Like, because we all get it. We all get it, you know? I mean, one of the craziest things that's ever happened oh God. Uh, was I was on a plane. I, uh, it was a Southwest flight. So <laughs> I'm don't already ju- laughing. Don't judge me. I'm already laughing. It was to San Francisco, so I didn't need to be fancy. Okay? I got you. I, look, look, Saturn, <laughs> Southwest. I keep it real. I'm on I keep it real. I'm a small town Southern girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was on this plane. I think I was a window seat. So mm-hmm. I was at least. Are you a window ahead. girl? I'm a, I'm a window girl, yeah. Me too, Me too yeah. Because I like to pass out. Yeah, agreed. Gotcha. This flight attendant comes <laughs> up, and she's very perky, and she's like, hi. And, and she's like, <laughs> flings her head down to look at me, uh, and and there's two people but you know, in between us. And uh, she's like, can you come here to the back? And I'm just Uh-oh. like, oh, okay. This was back when I was on Chelsea lately. Yeah. And uh, And... I was like, okay, like, I mean, I thought like she should at least tell me why. No, but, but you she, know what's funny is that you got up to go. That's I what I did. <laughs> I'm too nice. You would have been like, bitch, bitch no. no. No, no, you see, I would have thought it was one of two things. See, this is what this, my thought would have been like, okay, she, she uh, maybe wants a photo or I'm going to get free liquor or I she saw what I, I, I thought, yeah, maybe she saw what I did in the bathroom. That, those are the <laughs> yeah. three things I would have thought about. Okay, so you follow her. I follow seat. her to the back, and okay. she gives me this long spiel about how she wants to be a comedian. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, you know, I I like people. I'm trying to be nice. And, yeah, but... And I just, I was like, oh, yeah. But, like, I go, well, have you done... Anything? Like, have you done? Yeah, have you done anything we performed? <laughs> She's like, no, but I did just film a video. Oh, and okay. I said, oh, wh- like one, you what? filmed one video. <laughs> video. Hey, did she pull out the video and make you watch she it? She did. No, pull out the video. She pulled out the. Video. <laughs> she pulled out the video, and she made me watch this video. Of, it was oh. like a. I don't even remember. It was like a Christmas video where she was like sneaking into her own house pretending to be she was i think she was a lesbian like her partner was there kind of like probably rolling her eyes going i picked a real dud (laughs) uh, (laughs) but but don't 
far too fine. I mean, I would say this. I think she has a future in it because she's got balls. You she know, don't you balls. find balls is really what, what gets you, you through it. And I know I, when I first saw you was on Chelsea lately, which was hysterical. And I thought extremely, I've never met um, uh, Chelsea, but mm-hmm. I think what's extremely, what was extremely smart about that show is once again, like you were saying with the podcast, if you're not the one talking the whole time, it's great mm-hmm. to have other people to bounce off of. You and yeah. Heather McDonald and all were, were so great in that and everybody had their little moment to shine mm-hmm. but what i'm just curious because you know I, I really don't know what was the journey from 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 your life before that to mm-hmm. chelsea lately how did that break were you friends with her did it work out did you just do a casting uh, what's I, the magic well i had been in l i moved to la in 2003 mm-hmm. and um I've discovered I was uh, I would discover comedy via the Groundlings. I was doing sketch ah. comedy and improv, but I started as just a hobby. Like, oh, I just want to. This just seems fun. I want to make friends. Yeah. And um, from there, I was like, oh my god, I love this so much. This is what I want to do. I started stand up about a year after that, and just got bit by you know they say the bug or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm just like, this is it. I don't want to do anything else. But I was, but I like kicked it in overdrive. I've always been a hustler. Like I've always been an overachiever. It's just part of my. I'm sure there's some. If you want to dig real deep, there's some <laughs> sort of like I need a pat on the back. Yes, <laughs> you well, know but, whatever. But it, it's Trauma. what drives you. It's what drives yeah. you though. See, there's. I think there's two types of people. There's people that you know that that are experienced with trauma and madness in their lives that can revert them into corners and crying mm. and being pathetic. Or you're the person with the crazy shit in the background that forces you to go. And yeah. I always applaud the people that go because that shit is going to be there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can talk to your inner child and all that fuckery. Yeah. But in the end, it's <laughs> like, no, bitch, I got to make money and pay rent. And you essentially, know? that's what it is. I mean, the the other part was my family. I, I'd seen them lose everything. Yeah. You know, my family used to be, I have a lot of money. By the time I was born, they had nothing. Wow. And I just saw them make a lot of really bad d- decisions. And I just, I think I told myself, I'm never going to do that. We'll always... Yeah. Be, be secure in that i'm also a cancer so am uh, i I'm yeah, a cancer yeah. yeah so i like security i like yeah. stability which is the stability part it's not really what this business <laughs> well, is that, exactly but that's why i work so hard i want the security of like oh i know i'm gonna be able to pay my bills i'm gonna right. do whatever i have to do to make that happen and uh so i was hustling i was doing shows like I, so like i went zero zero to 60 with stand-up like went from nothing to like Hit 10 it. shows a week yeah, yeah. and uh, but i wasn't a lot of people didn't know what to do with me back then it was very much like like right i feel like we're we've entered into a space where people like that if people are different they're yes. like we want that we embrace it we celebrate it that was not, not the, the case. case yeah they were like you're different you're weird you're you sound weird you look weird we don't <laughs> want it i'd be like okay <laughs> let me not you. take this personal <laughs> i'm not gonna take it personal <laughs> It was just, it felt like almost a very different business back then. And, um, and so I just kept trying and I tested for SNL twice. They had flown me out there. I was getting really close and nothing was happening. And, uh, I did last comic standing. That was my first like TV, uh, moment moment. And it's where people finally like more, you know, people in LA were starting to know me, but everybody else was like, Oh, who is this? She kind of came out, came out of nowhere. And, uh, six months later, uh, they had a, a an open call for a new writer on Chelsea, yeah. and uh, I apl- I submitted a packet. I'm sure it was yeah. ter- terrible. Well, uh, I'd never written on. I I was a journalist. Weirdly enough, that was yeah. my day job. Really, uh, but I'd never written on a TV show, and uh, I met 
I met the producers and then the final round was to meet with Chelsea. I didn't know they had 300 people apply for this job. Really? Yeah, they they narrowed it down to like, I don't know, five people. I yeah. happened to have the first meeting with Chelsea that day. Now that I know Chelsea, yeah. she didn't like meetings. She didn't like to waste her time. Yeah. So I got lucky that I was the first one. So she was still in a good mood. She was <laughs> in a good mood. <laughs> and so she, because I've, I've, I'll never say who it was, but I've seen her hire, tell somebody to hire a person because she didn't want to drive back over the, the hill Ooh. to the valley for really? the audition. She's like, just, just give just them the job. Her. It's easier. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, but that's, I mean, I think it's, I think it was just an amazing, because like I said, at the time, seeing you on TV, it was just so funny, and you were different, and I think that's a, a that's a good thing, you know, diversity yeah. is important, and then, you know, I, I think also having all those different voices coming mm-hmm. from, uh, from different people. And that's what she did the best before, every, she was the first person in that position of power to put a bunch of people on TV that no one else was putting on TV. No. So we were a bunch of misfits. You yeah. know, people thought of us as misfits at the time uh, because we weren't your typical hot, um, well, whatever, yeah. you know, no, you want to call it. I'm a firm believer in funny is funny, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes it exciting and important. And I mean, aside from you being on the show and being funny, I mean, I would piss, I still laugh at all of the characters you do because I'm sorry, a lesbian <laughs> in a wig is the best. And, it's and the best. What I love is a lesbian, a lesbian loves a wig. You love a wig in a character, but you ain't to- going nowhere near the makeup. You're like, uh-uh, I ain't going that no, far. No, I purposely you're wear like, terrible makeup. You're like, mm I'm not going far because that, that goes into drag. World, but I know because when I see y'all, I'm always like, y'all are so much better at being a woman than I am. Me? I'm just like, me being a woman, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm a little rough around the edges, rough <laughs> <laughs> around every edge, bitch. Let me tell you, you well, at least know how to contour, right? Whatever yeah, that means. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> okay. I've heard that word before. Oh yeah, we've all heard the word. Yeah, I love but, a wig. I, but that's the thing that people don't realize about me is like, I'm definitely a lesbian. I'm definitely like a tom no. i'm not like butch wait, wait. are you confessing that you're a lesbian on this show on this show on this show N- groundbreaking alert yeah uh i i'm not butch no. I, like look how i use my hands like <laughs> tell me, tell I, me you know work. i'm dainty i'm dainty i'm definitely not a feminine lesbian but on the inside i am for sure a lady and so i love a wig i love a dress not to wear in life you'll always catch me in jeans and t-shirts i'm just late i'm lazy yeah. Uh, when it comes to fashion, but <laughs> yeah. I, I love those like feminine characters. I yeah, love to no. play them, and they're hysterical. And do you find that within? I mean, I guess this past year, what we've all been doing is just trying to create that content for ourselves because mm-hmm. you are trapped at home and you are trying yeah. to just have some outlet. If we're not performing for a live audience, like all right, let me pull out my phone now with the mm-hmm. touch of my fingertips, we can make magic and and i've yeah. seen all of your you know videos and stuff but the one thing i have not seen lately and i'm concerned is i what? haven't seen the uh ice cream dance in you know a minute I sh- and i've heard uh, what's people the deal? said that Spill it. i didn't i didn't realize that i was doing a lot of the ice cream dances when i was touring mm-hmm. so i was going to a lot of cities and i would be like where should i go eat ice cream i would go to whatever their local popular place yeah. is get the ice cream do the dance i hadn't hardly been anywhere mm-hmm. in a year so i just didn't do you, it so it's a travel thing it's, it's a, a travel it's, thing it's but travel i guess thing. i need to i guess i need to get my fat ass <laughs> eating some ice cream and dancing i will send you some ice cream to get it out. that's what you should do that should 
be a new campaign. Send me ice cream. You will review it. And then you taste it. You say, this is the dance from Bianca's ice cream. This is the I dance know. from. Yeah. I think that would be important. And I, I even did a campaign for Ben and Jerry's. And I don't think I even did an ice cream dance. So I need to get on Bitch, it. Bitch, you got a campaign with Ben and Jerry's? That's yeah, the well, shit. They, they did a cool uh, collaboration with the Netflix is a joke. Their, uh-huh. their oh, comedy department. Yeah. And so they did this punchline ice cream, and it was myself and Wanda Sykes and Aparna Nancharla, oh. where we we they had like billboards of us all over the country when, but when like no one was leaving their house, <laughs> and it, we were like on all these buses, all these hotel, and like nobody's like nobody's home because they were at home. <laughs> uh, that's just that's just your luck, Mama. I'm on a billboard. Like, oh, I'd be, no I'd be like driving see. in Studio City, no one else. I'm like, oh, there. I, there I go. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, just a, a side note, how amazing and kind and funny is Wanda Sykes? I mean, truly She's like the best. the best, the coolest. The not, I mean, I just, just the sound awesome. of her voice makes me laugh. Oh, my gosh. She's so funny. And she and uh, her producing partner, Paige Hurwitz, they yes. produced my, my Netflix stand-up special, this yes. last one. Uh, so that Sweet was really cool. Sweet and salty. Sweet and salty. And it did well because weren't you nominated for something recently that I saw yeah. that you had posted about it? I was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. Critics' Choice. Which yeah. blew, truly blew me away because I have, I've always managed to have a good relationship with audiences. When I do stuff, I feel like I connect with people. Yeah. The industry has always been a little slower to sure. <laughs> embrace yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, but I think, again, because I'm different. Well, I think um, it's because you're not contouring. I think that's I'm not what contouring. It is. It's the contouring. Yeah. <laughs> Too many jeans and t-shirts. <laughs> but I never even thought I couldn't even when my special came out. We I couldn't even get a major newspaper to review it. Really? Uh, to review the special. I mean, you know, we kind of th- cast a wide net. It's not like people were telling me no, but they just weren't yeah. clamoring to cover my special. And so I truly didn't think I was. It was on any anyone's radar, critic wise, and so wow. that really shocked me. But in like the best way possible. See, see they come around eventually. It they just takes around. them a fuck. I mean, it's a little slow, and as we get older, you're like, <laughs> "Come on, motherfucker!" But well, that it was. Is. I wanted them to. I wanted it to. You know, I wanted them to see it because it was a very personal special. Is the whole journey of me figuring out who I was and coming out and coming yes. to terms with that, and so. To me, I don't. I knew that no special I probably will do from here on out will have that same emotional significance. Right. So I, to to have it recognized by the critics was it's amazing. Was cool. No, yeah. No, that's that's an amazing thing. And listen, and if and it, it, the thing is that if you didn't use that story for your special, you could have definitely used it on Drag Race, which would have gotten you the crown. <laughs> I mean, to hear your yes. journey because you know that's what they love. And they love what, a good they love a good story. Oh, girl, I can't when they start crying. Oh, when oh, they start yeah. crying, nobody gives. <laughs> the shit you I always mean, start tweeting those viral emojis I, I just can't i can't deal with a sappy drag queen i'm like yeah. girl put your balls in pantyhose and get over it like i just can't i know well you're over there like you know you were over there making dresses in the corner i mean like okay <laughs> <laughs> exactly. and it's actually it's actually through drag race is how i officially got to meet you in person mm-hmm. because uh world of wonder at the time was doing this little thing for logo uh that was that's before they had vh1 money and it was uh for logo and we did this thing not today bianca and they had mm-hmm. you and alec mappa who i love as well yeah he's uh, so funny. and we 
got to do that little um, basic instinct scene, which I know, was that was fun. And the glamour of it is that when you oh, want- and uh, Ch- Ch- Chara was there. Oh my! Oh yes, and Chara was there. I forgot about Chara being yeah. there. Yeah, uh, a wild day indeed. But what's so funny is most people don't realize there's no there was no set. We were in the basement of World of Wonder, and then <laughs> yep. in the vacant space above. So there's Charo Fortune, Alec Mappa, and me in this thing, and we have to record. What is it? Twenty minutes were the footage in, yeah. in an hour. You know, that was our introduction mm-hmm. to one another. I loved it. It was so fun. I when, watched you on Drag Race and it was so, you know, I was always a fan of yours, so I was oh, so happy to do it. Oh, please. Thank you for doing <laughs> it. No, I appreciate it. I'm going to cry. <laughs> now I'm and, crying. And I appreciated you because you you left that show and just like started touring all over the world and you're funny like you were well, you actually had a ta- you actually had a talent you know what i mean <laughs> what are you not saying say fortune that, what I'm, are not you saying? Saying, <laughs> I'm not saying drag queens don't have talents I'm not saying it. no no they i know exactly what you're lots saying. of talents but i meant like you had a package that, yeah. well you had well, a package <laughs> wait, who told? Who told? wait wait were you, really you had a show you had a show you could take out to the world yeah. beyond drag well, you know what I think it is, too, also, is I think I was old. You know, I was mm-hmm. 37, 38 when I did it. So it was different than going into something and going, well, let me figure things out. I thought, girl, right. I'm a wrap up this wig and this contour. And by 40, I need to figure something out. <laughs> yeah. And then the world just opened up. And as you say, mm-hmm. finally, people then just catch on to what you're doing. You know, yeah. you've been doing your thing and kind of in your lane for a long time. And do you now, I think I, I was talking to someone else recently about after being home for a year. Have mm-hmm. you been able to sit back? because we're forced to sit in our own thoughts, which can be right. really <laughs> fucked up sometimes. But yeah. do you sit back and go, wow, look where I came from. Look what's going on in my life right now. I, did you ever imagine you'd be doing all the stuff you're doing? I mean, you got to be in the film uh, Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar, did a little cameo <laughs> yeah. in that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you got your, your your comedy special that was out, Sweet and Salty, and Critics Award nomination. And then you had your podcast at 100 things. Like, wh- where in your brain are you going, wow, yeah, I did that shit. I mean, I I try to, like, remember to be proud, you know, because, I mean, we do work really hard. And unfortunately, it's a business that it's always like, I mean, you could have, I had five movies come out since October and people are like, what are you working on? (laughs) Wait, don't you find that funny? (laughs) Wasn't that enough? (laughs) Wait, 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 this is the best I have found. You go into rehearsal, you rehearse something, you you go and you actually do the show after five weeks and then it's opening night and you're standing there and you're so proud of what you're doing and somebody Mm -hmm. goes, what's next? What's next? Can I get through tonight? I'm like, I was just in five movies (laughs) and seven television shows it's October and eight billboards <laughs> no one saw. <laughs> what do you want from me? No, I mean, you know, it, it, I'm, I know it comes from a place of like, oh, we're excited to see what you do next. But yeah. it, there, there's such a hustle of this business that yeah. you know, it, there's never it, it's hard to like sit there and um, be like, I did it when you're yeah. when you feel like you're still trying to go you're to the next it. level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I finally had that moment of proudness when I taped my special because I taped it in Charlotte uh, and I'm from 25 minutes from there. Yeah. And uh, it was a big hometown crowd, tons of people I grew up with, tons of college friends. And I think I've really got to sort of have that moment of full circle, like, holy yes. cow, like you guys used to come see me in the back of a bar and pay five yeah. bucks yeah. for me to suck ass yeah, at stand up. Yeah, yeah. But that $5 that y'all paid, you know, helped me pay my bills for the next couple of months. 
And now I get to be here with Netflix yeah. and do this. Like, I definitely had that moment then of like, wow, I've really managed to do something cool here. And, and but I'm you, still always trying to get to the next thing. Like I every agree. performer, I, you know? I, I was funny. I had a friend of mine had asked me, you know, what was the moment that you felt you made it? And I laugh and go, made it? <laughs> no, you never make it. I guess to someone else and their opinion and thinking, oh, well, you're on TV or you're in 10 movies or you're on mm-hmm. the billboards that I passed up, that you've made it. But I think it's that Joan Rivers syndrome is that you just mm-hmm. got to keep going, going, going. And yeah. the, the minute you assume, I think you settle and it's not not a good place to be you know yeah I and mean, then you know you're always wanting to be be creative and come up with ways to like i don't know surprise people yeah. i mean i can't i don't want to be a total one-trick pony so i'm working on this new you know whatever this new stand-up set will be and like trying to really dig deeper like what what have i not talked about what do people yeah. not know about me how do i show a different side of my humor it's always an interesting journey with that but I mean, to be honest, I I just want to work. I just want to, you know, be doing this for a long time. I never wanted to like blow up, have a moment and then never. That's it. You're done. Oh, no. no. And then you become the E! True Hollywood story. And we go, whatever (laughs) happened to fortune? Yeah. What happened to her fortune? Yeah. yeah, Slow and steady is okay. I've been in L.A. for 18 years. So it's nice to be having some recognition right now with doing these projects. But it's like, you know, slow and steady. Slow and Hopefully steady. Wins the, wins slow and, race. Slow and steady. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back again with Fortune Feimster. We'll be back to talk more about Slow and Ready. So we're back with Fortune Feimster, who has been in LA for 18 years, and she wants to know whose dick does she have to suck? <laughs> To get to get to the next level, and I have oh, to agree with you. No one, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would that wouldn't be pleasant for me or them. Ooh, no, 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 I can't even imagine. But maybe you know, a little contour would seduce them. That's but right. It is what it is. Now you know you've been in this business and you've been very fortunate, and within the past few years for this all this stuff to trigger. What? And I don't want to say like what's next, but I mean like what's on your list of things that you go, hey, I'd like to tackle that mm-hmm. as soon as this pandemic is over. What's the first? thing that you're going to do what, what what's well, on your list of like i this is what i've been waiting for is it to sit your ass in applebee's without a mask <laughs> proud <laughs> uh, it's chilies for me chilies chili, see there you go <laughs> it's, it's chilies so see uh it, like what what is the one thing that you've been missing out on for a year or that you've been dreaming about that you're like mm, i need that oh i mean i miss I, i've gotten to like see certain friends doing the social distance backyard uh-huh. hangs but yeah It'll be really nice to just like have a dinner party, yeah. like with friends in a room, yeah, uh, where you can hug each other or yeah. just like not feel like you're gonna kill each other if you cough. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just that intimacy of friends, and I, I, I do want to go back to North Carolina to see my family because yeah. I haven't got to see see them in a while, and I'll just miss like I, I just want some sense of like community, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that, so personally, that's what I I really want. And then professionally, I've I really want to. Uh, uh, I think the fact that I've been in a lot of movies, but smaller parts, has yeah. brought to light for myself and for other people that I'd like to be a bigger part of a mm-hmm. movie. I hear you. Uh, you know what I mean. So yeah. my goal is I've written movies, and you know they're they take a long time to get made. I really hope to get one of those made where I can really 
be a bigger part of a film and and get to see a, a whole character arc through. Yeah, because it's been it's so fun to come into movies and be the crazy silly person for a couple scenes. Yeah, give people laughs and go away. But I I really want to sink my teeth into sink. something more. I'm curious when you when you're doing something with film. Uh, I'm fa- always fascinated by someone who's a comedian who then goes into uh, feature film, and you, we see it a lot with the SNL uh, people. And it's interesting to see who hits it and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But are you good with a script, or do you do you prefer being told what to do, or are you one of those where you're like I can get the gist of it, but then I'm gonna <laughs> give you a little taste of this? Like, are you? Yeah, I battle with it sometimes. It's like sometimes I'm like, just tell me exactly what you want, write it all out, and then. As soon as they do, I go. This is stupid. But uh, <laughs> yeah, how do, how do you work with it? Do you? I do. But I do both. I approach it two ways. I I know that there are projects where writers are very um, precious about their words. <laughs> Wait, and, precious uh, is the best. They are so precious. precious. Yes, they're yes. like these are my words. You better say them. Don't. I don't want that extra. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. So so uh, usually I I find out from the director how, how loose precious. it is. Yeah. How, how precious, precious they are. Yeah. I'll I'll give them. Their their takes, you know, their words for the first few takes, and then I go, "Will you?" I go to the director. Will you just let me know if there's a point where I can just try do, it? Yeah, we call yeah. it a fun pass. Yeah, and then I'll do a couple fun passes. Uh, I've been lucky that a lot of people I've worked with, they know I'm a writer. They know yeah. that I write movies. I've sold TV shows. I've sold movies. So I usually know what I'm not saying I'm <laughs> the end all be all of no, script I hear what you're writing, saying. but I know what it entails and what's needed for the scene. So I've been entrusted by s- several directors to really let me have they let me change entire scenes. My really? whole scene in Office Christmas Party is improvised. Really? It's all yeah, you I see? made it we 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 went through a couple bullet points and then it's all made up. That's brilliant. Um, and, but those directors trusted me to do yeah. that. Jennifer Aniston trusted me to do that. And oh, oh, oh. Just name drop. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Well, we did picture like the bullet points and she was like, you get to see her being like, okay. Oh, no, really? Uh, I mean, just because, you know, yeah, like. you just don't know. She, I'd met her before, but she didn't know me that well. It's yeah. not like I'm Meryl Streep. <laughs> and, uh, oh, so, so we have to mention her. Oh, that one. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. she, she trusted trusted me to to lead that scene down this whole new path last minute and she went with me and it ended up being really funny they brought me back to film the button uh film a scene that wasn't supposed to be in the movie that was kind of the button of the movie so it was cool like like, when you get to have those those uh moments those moments yeah um, yeah so I i like a combo of it i like to to Give them what they wrote so they can see if that's what they prefer. And then also, like, I'm also going to give you this. You can cut the two together. You can not use one. It's totally their call once. Well, it's I mean, shot. I think who wouldn't trust you after your portrayal of Sarah, Sarah Huckabee? I mean, who oh, cannot? God. Not that. Okay, now let me tell you, of all the wigs you've worn, that little wig and that little tiny eye was the funniest fucking oh. thing. I mean, were you upset when she's no longer in the White House? Were you like, no, oh, I was so relieved. I'm relieved. I was so relieved because I went, because uh, we, Chelsea, sh- that show just kind of ended. Yeah. And, and we knew it was ending, but they didn't make a whole thing about it. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> I would do I would do those crazy characters for Chelsea. She would just be yeah. like, "Hey, come come, you know, play Ivanka Trump." I'm like, I don't <laughs> look like Ivanka Trump, but she thought that was so funny. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we just started doing the Sarah thing. Where, I, but I was given 
I would. I liked it because I got to be this aggressive woman who gave Chelsea shit. I got yeah. to talk shit to her. Brilliant. And uh, but my very last one I, I shot, I got so much hate mail no. from that. Yeah, and no. I was just like, and you know me, I'm just like, I just want to make people happy. Right, right. I right. just want to make people laugh. I'm not trying to be political. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying I don't have opinions. I'm not saying I don't sure. get involved. But for in that realm of yeah. political comedy it's not my thing and so like all of a sudden i got like three days of hate mail and it's intense because it like doesn't <laughs> stop and then it finally goes away but in those three days you're just like i well, never want to put on that wig again. but don't you feel like the whole world is after you i mean you know it's one of those mm-hmm. things that my friend lady bunny always says if you stay canceled you can't get canceled because she's a mess you know so <laughs> yeah. i get it but in that world it does feel like your world's closing in and I don't know if it's social media, but everywhere you look, you feel like somebody's mm-hmm. attacking or sending something. But then, you know, within a couple of days, they move on to someone else. They hate someone yeah. else more than you. And it fascinates me that, like, there's lots of things I don't like, but I don't mm-hmm. spend my time tweeting them and saying, or going to you and going, yeah. you know what, this really upset me. Like, who gives a shit? Well, and in that instance, I was doing it for Chelsea. I didn't even write those. They, yeah. they wrote them. I, you know, I just showed up as an actor being like, I'm going to try to do whatever you, you wrote yeah, the best you I can. So, I, you know, I had to, re- I kind of realized that show ended in a, in a perfect time in the, in the sense of like, for me, as far as that character, because I <laughs> yeah. was not, I didn't want to do it anymore. It's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Peace <laughs> out. And uh, because it's not what I want, Mark. I mean, I, I, it was fun to do it with Chelsea because yeah. she, she didn't care and she, she'll take the brunt of whatever she's like whatever i'm used to this i'm not that person i don't like that as much i'm like i just want to tell my silly fat jokes (laughs) and you know lesbian jokes and stay you know not stay in my lane but you know what i mean just like you want to do you just want to make it up the mountain in sonoma that's all you try to do i want to pay for my pool water (laughs) yeah i want to put out positivity and i and i kind of learned that from Mm. that experience like i this is kind of it made me definitely realize what i wanted to put out comedically yeah and uh and so i i was getting asked to like do do like political um like big conventions oh, they, really? they wanted to pay me to show up as her i was like no, no i don't no. want to i don't want to do it no well i mean, look, let me tell you it was funny when you were doing it and <laughs> i i mean i appreciate the fact that i can find them now all on your there instagram you which makes yeah it they're all there i they're mean they're there. still they're still very silly and mo- you know for the most part they were all meant to just be good silly fun well, you've accomplished that. You've accomplished that and a lot more. You got fancy pool water. You're on eight billboards. <laughs> you're doing. You're doing great. And I cannot thank you for taking the time to chat with me today because I know you're a busy woman. So I oh, appreciate it. Was it. it was a treat. It was a treat. I'm sending much love to Jackson and the babies at home. Oh. Now, I don't know. I don't know the babies' names. What are the babies' names? Uh, it's a uh, Biggie. It's a little Pomeranian. Okay. And Did Maddie you? is the little terrier chihuahua mix. No, well, you know, mine are, are 16 and uh, one turns 16 next week and the other one will be 16 in November. Oh, wow. I know. Can you imagine they've lived this long with me, which is the, well, the you, insanity of it. But I know they've had a good life because oh, I bitch. see I see how they are treated. Yeah, well, now they, now they booze they, you. But, they, ru- they run that house. Well, they do. And now we're at that point where, you know, they have to come out to Palm Springs because that's what every old gay dog does. But, you know, they've lived the life. Do. They've had New York. They've had LA now they're here well yep. next time you're in Palm Springs you gotta come over we'll sit in the pool water and we'll talk more shit I can't wait oh, well, I thank you thank you thank you and much love and success and I'll see you soon I appreciate it bye my love thank you <laughs> bye Shug.
Podcast Network.